Hello there. It's half past midnight, and um, it's Tuesday the 29th of June. This is episode, um, not quite sure, 60, I'm going to say 65 of the podcast. Um, We're here again, as ever, just sort of meandering through the, um, you know, through life and uh, documenting it via, oh, excuse me, via the internet. Um, I had, I mean, what a day. (laughs) I had Thursday, Friday off and uh, Monday as well off so I had today or yesterday depending on how pedantic you are um and um I can't necessarily remember anything uh substantial that I did at the time um is that a good thing I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no I think it's probably a bad thing that I don't remember, but, you know, we are where we are, I suppose, on, on, on that front. Um, I think sometimes you do just, you just have to be off and kind of take from that what you will. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need to be constantly making the most out of things. I mean, weirdly, I was... Um, I went out to try and write today. Um, so like, I don't know if I really talk, no, I talk about it a bit and I've, I've, I did actually read a poem I wrote once on the podcast and I might do that eventually again, um, in the future. But yeah, I, I market myself as both the worst podcaster in the world, um, and also a writer. I don't. The thing is, I, I guess, um, kind of arrogantly, I see myself as not as bad a writer as I am a podcaster. Um, it's probably the thing that I would like to do the most in life if I could. Um, although I just quite haven't found my my writing niche. I don't think just yet. Um, like I, I occasionally write poems. I've written the odd story, but I find it kind of difficult. I I do wonder whether it, whether it's like a sort of, (sighs) (laughs) a sort of journalism, um, that's needed like a, maybe like a gonzo journalism, which is basically just made up uh, news. And if I wanted to be satirical, I could just say that it's all news. Um, you know, maybe that's just normal journalism, but you know, what are we doing? Um, um, but yeah, I sat down to write today. I went out to a coffee shop and um, I, I honestly just spent, large portion of the time there trying to write a poem about a metaphor sorry a poem based on a metaphor 
about like letting the bathroom flood. <laughs> um, purely because like it was going to be basically a big sort of um, like like a bit of a, a, a meditation on um, like social media and kind of like, you know, if you spend too much time looking out the window, you, you, your, your bathroom might flood, um, <laughs> which is a bit of a reach, I guess. Um, I guess the idea is like, you know, make sure that you kind of tending to yourself, I guess. Um, before you kind of spend too much time concerning yourself with others. Um, because in reality, I think over the past probably week, probably intensified over the time off that I had, um, I think, yeah, definitely I was on my phone too much. Um, I mean, it was either sat. I think it was Saturday, that was the worst day for it. Like, I had a headache like a headache because I was in bed all day looking at my phone and um, yeah, nothing like I had kind of some plans. I was, I was going to be like going out on Saturday night, not out, out. I was going to go out play golf and then have some food afterwards. And that would be kind of, that was what I was gearing up for and it didn't quite happen for me. And um, I was a bit upset, really, because like, um, like there were other plans that perhaps I could have done, but I just sort of allowed myself to um, kind of get caught up in my own, I don't know, maybe sadness of failing to. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I kind of got caught up in the sadness of failing to follow up on the plans that I wanted on Saturday night. And I just ended up like moping around doing nothing. And I went for a run at half nine at night. And it was, <laughs> it was all very weird and kind of just like silly, I guess. Um, and yeah. Um, I fucking do not know what the hell I'm supposed to talk about at this point. Um, I was full of beans just before because, um, we, we, no, I was watching the football and France lost versus Switzerland. And that was a huge turn up for the books. And I, like, I enjoyed the Euros when it first came on um, this this time round, you know, I quite liked the novelty of the regular football. And then it got to a point where I was like, um, actually, I don't really want to watch three games a day, every day. So I ended up sort of letting it uh, disappear from my consciousness until, and then there was like a, Brief, there was a brief break for I think maybe a weekend and uh, then it returned with a vengeance and I sort of hadn't quite fully recovered my cognizance of the of the tournament I guess 
and um but i did manage to get back uh in today to kind of catch the, the best part of the second half of the, the the france versus switzerland game and that was remarkable i mean there was a swiss guy who leveled it to make it three all which is obviously a pretty unprecedented scoreline and he plays for Dinamo Zagreb. <laughs> and that's my favorite thing about European football. Um, and yeah, it went to penalties, deeply stressful. In fact, what was, I think, worthy of note is the fact that I watched the penalties with my sister, who happens to have Switzerland um, in her, like, excuse me, like her sweepstake thing. Um, and so she was very invested. And what I thought was kind of telling was... <laughs> Sorry, what was telling was the fact that she probably... She sounded more into the, the football than she did um, Love Island, which has also made a return, I think, tonight. Um, it probably won't sort of surprise you to hear that I've never watched Love Island. I don't particularly plan on watching it either. Um, not because I'm cool or a hipster. Um, I think... If anything, I couldn't watch it because I'm not cool enough. Um, I'm not quite. I think. I think it would destroy my 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 self confidence and my my yet yeah, my self esteem. I think it would fall to pieces, um, which is a shame. So I can't really watch it. Um, and but yeah, I, you know, I was quite pleased that she was. She was more invested in the Swiss, um, you know, success than than the uh, you know the budding romances on Love Island this evening. I'm sure that will you know that will change as we as we go forth. Perhaps it's uh, perhaps Love Island is a bit of a slow burn, but you know we we will find out. I guess if I carry, uh, sorry, like indirectly, I guess because it's going to be on in the house. Um, I can't be arsed with it, though. Uh, the concept of it. But I suppose, you know, are we supposed to just be reading books and constantly trying to, um, you know, further ourselves? Maybe we do just need some brain-melting stuff. I don't know if that's necessarily the worst thing in the world. Um, but yeah, I think I might do a bibbity bobbity here because yeah, <laughs> I don't know really what else to talk about. So perhaps I might just do like a little tier list. I mean, Matt Hancock, he did a little, he did a kissy kiss. Maybe he's more like he's had too much hand on his cock. You know? Anyway, bibbity bobbity.
we're doing cartoon characters I can beat in a fight. How about that? A little tier list for you. Um, <clears throat> 46 minutes past midnight. What the hell am I doing? Um, I'm actually looking at some of these cartoon characters and I don't know a lot of them. Um, okay. <laughs> First one we're going for, Bugs Bunny. 100% I can beat him in a fight. If he's real bunny size, I think I can beat him. Even if he's my height, I think I can beat him. Very skinny, you know? I think it's worth worth remembering. Bugs Bunny is a skinny, skinny bunny. And I think I can beat I think I can beat him up. I've got now I've got um Peter Griffin. And I'm gonna put him in the um in the section that suggests that I might struggle. I'm not saying I'm 100% going to lose. In fact, no, I'm 100% going to lose. Because Peter Griffin is a notorious cartoon fighter. His chicken fights are legendary. And despite all of the punishment Peter Griffin has endured in his time, he is still alive. And I would die. Next, we've got Charlie Brown. I'd kill him. No questions asked. He's a young boy and he's got no hair. Dora the Explorer. I would push her in front of a train. Um, and she would die. Um, ben 10. I would 100% lose to. Ben 10 rocks. Incredibly powerful. Got 10 monsters. He could choose any of them and beat me up, I think, with them. If it was me versus just Ben 10, take his watch away or whatever it is, his Fitbit, um, I would punch his nose into his brain. Um, I think he's a 10-year-old boy, and I think I would enjoy it. Um, so we've got Ang from The Legend of Ang, Avatar. He would 100% kick my ass um, because, well, he's the Avatar. And if you haven't watched Avatar The Legend of Aang, you should probably change it because it's the best. I mean, what I will say is this really highlights my lack of watching cartoons, but I suppose I'm 26 years old. What the hell do you expect? Um, I've got Homer Simpson's here. Homer Simpson, I'm going to put him in the, not quite the 100% he would beat me up, but I'm putting him with the advantage. He's a big man. Um, in fact, I remember the episode where he basically can't get knocked out and the fighters, you know, tire out. And then he beats them. Um, so he probably would win, but I don't know. He's not quite Peter Griffin, Ben 10, or Ang from Avatar. So I'm, I don't think I can quite put him in the 100% would lose. We've got SpongeBob SquarePants. I'd beat him up. No questions asked. 
um, we got Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents. Timmy, I'd beat up because that's without his parents. Fairly odd, fairy odd, whatever they are. Fairly fairy godparents. Um, okay, here we've got uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. I would 100% lose, I think. Um, I'm going to say that Rick has um, his ingenuity to be able to create something that could vaporize me. So I'm going to say Rick would beat me up. Kim Possible. She would 100% beat me up. And to be honest, kind of like the sound of it. Sounds a bit, sounds a bit, um, you know, steamy. Kim Possible was hot. Hopefully she is, you know, in cartoon years, old enough for me to have said that, you know? Um, Popeye, he would beat me up because he beats everyone up. Uh, He-Man, he would cut my head off if he liked. Um, Superman, he would cut my head off as well. Jimmy Neutron, I would kill him. <laughs> um, Garfield. I'm going to say even, because Garfield strikes me as sneaky hard. Fred Flintstone, I'm putting him with Homer Simpson. I think Fred Flintstone in particular is kind of a sneaky, strong person. He looks like he can take a punch. Oh, God. So yeah, Fred Flintstone, he finds himself in the... Would be a tough fight for me. Probably would lose. Um, he falls in that category. Scooby-Doo. Hmm. I feel like if I kicked him in the nose, he wouldn't recover very well. But he's a great Dane, isn't he? So I'm going to put it in even. I would back myself, but I can understand if you don't think so. Um, okay, we have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Again, they could decapitate me if they wanted, so I think that's about right. And so we're left here with a fairly interesting, um, fairly interesting final final count up in the in in the list of people who I can definitely beat up we have Bugs Bunny I think that's fair Charlie Brown of course SpongeBob SquarePants I mean he's made of sponge um, we've got Dora the Explorer who's like a four-year-old girl if I'm being honest it and is this wrong to say yes but I'm gonna say it, of course um, I would enjoy beating up Dora the Explorer the most Mostly because on her show, she's very annoying, you know? She'll be looking for some sort of pink backpack that's on the floor, clearly on the floor, you know, on screen, and she's like, but where is the backpack? Is it there? Is it there? Is it there? And I would just turn up and I would kick her in the head, you know, stomp her into the ground, um... And then take the backpack, and hopefully there'd be some Nutrigrain bars in there or something. Um, 
Anyway, she's dead. We would have next, we've got Timmy Turner. <sighs> Take his godparents away and he's, uh, he ain't anything special. So I think I could punch his head off. Um, he looks like a next, he looks like a young kid. He looks like a 10 year old. <sighs> oh, excuse me. Easy pickings, you know. <laughs> we got Jimmy Neutron as well in the 100% I could beat him up list. Jimmy Neutron, I think I'd really enjoy being up as well. He's got silly hair. He's young. I mean, looking here at his arms, they are very skinny. I think I could take everything he's got for me and, 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 and just be able to lay him out. <laughs> um... Okay, in the even category. Also, we didn't really have anyone in the category where I feel like I have the advantage, but I'm not guaranteed a win. Just because, I don't know. I'm confident about everyone I think I can be up, and then outside of that, I'm, I'm not that confident. In the even category, I've got Garfield, and truth be told, I don't know how he's there. I think it's because Garfield is witty and he might be able to just talk himself out of the fight or rather maybe even talk me into kind of a a, a position of self-loathing or something like that. So weirdly Garfield is in the even category. I think that might have been a fat fingers error but I'm going with it. I'm, I'm thinking of the rationale. Maybe it's because I like Garfield. Uh, you know, I think he's cool and I wouldn't want to, I'd want to give him every chance. We've got Scooby-Doo in the even category. He's a big dog. There's a danger there, but I do feel like he's got a big schnoz on him. And if I was to hit the schnoz, um, it'd be difficult for him to come back. Okay, next category. People who I probably stand a, a diff. Uh, I uh, no, I don't stand. People who with whom I have a, a a disadvantage, and that's Fred Flintstone and Homer Simpson, which is a powerful duo. Thinking about it, um, Homer Simpson, as as said, it's you know he's got a full episode about his fighting ability, and it's and it rocks. Um, Speaking of rocks, Fred Flintstone, um, you know, he's a he's a Neanderthal-type man. I assume he's a very strong guy, um, and regardless of whether or not he's, um, you know, about that life, I think, I think he's hard. I think he really is hard. I'm going to put Top Cat in this list as well. I can't believe Top Cat hasn't made it this far to be honest because top cat rocks um and i'm gonna say i stand to be disadvantaged in that fight top cat he's he's a smooth operator he's he's the james bond of the feline world and so i suspect i could find myself in some trouble with top cat alternatively though i could probably twist his neck until he dies um and then we have quite a substantial list of people um, that would definitely beat me up. We've got Peter Griffin, legendary fighter, um, can endure punishment many times 
greater than what I can dish out. Um, ben 10 with his watch can turn into a monster, pull me to pieces. I think that's fair. Ang from the Avatar, Legend of Ang. He can control every element. He can set me on fire, turn me into ice, blow me off, <laughs> uh, and throw a rock at me. He'd kill me. Superman, of course he would win. Um, Rick, he's a drunkard old man, but he probably has a vaporizing gun. Kim Possible, because she's, she's Black Widow, but cool. Um... He-Man, he's a big shredded guy with 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 a bob, with with base, basically a bob haircut, which, thinking about it, is baller. Um, I, I like that. And he has a sword, and I don't have... I, I have a sword, actually. It's like a ceremonial kind of fencing sword. He-Man's sword is a lot bigger. So he could cut my sword in half, I think. Um, so He-Man wins. Um, uh, Popeye, obviously, I think, big strong man, has forearms the size of his head, um, I think he could presumably then crush my own head with his forearms, you know, with just his hands, um, I think one can of spinach would, would be curtains for me. Um, and lastly, we've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the blue, the blue one with the, with the two knives. Is it Raphael? Don't know. Is it Leonardo? Don't know. Is it Donatello? Don't know. Is it another one whose name I've forgotten? My guess is, hmm, my guess is it's Raphael. I think Raphael's the name, and I think Leonardo is the red one, Donatello is green. I don't know. Anyway, he's got the two knives. I mean, worth saying, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are shredded. Um, uh, it makes sense why the movie didn't work out for them, because it's a crazy, th crazy concept. can't believe it's really got this far, but anyway... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course they beat me up. Um, and that's where we're at. And it's it's one minute past one in, uh, uh, at night or in the morning. And I absolutely need to go to bed because I've got work tomorrow. So we'll call it there. Um, but it's nice to always know where you stand in, in the cartoon, you know, uh, pantheon. Um, I guess if, if this podcast you know, was created, um, into a, an animated series, much like the Ricky Gervais show. Um, you know, we, we know where I stand in terms of the, the fight scenes that may come up. So, yeah. Oh God. Big yawn. My apologies. Yeah, I had to be, I've had to be relatively quiet because obviously everyone else is trying to sleep. Um, but, you know, we are where we are. Oh, one thing I do need to mention, though. I went for a barbecue on Sunday. And this was to my auntie's house. Now, my auntie, I've discussed her on a couple of occasions on the podcast. She is not a baker. 
she is not necessarily skilled at baking. Um, and I mean, perhaps one of my strongest memories of, of, of the baking issues with, with my auntie is the, um, it was a cheesecake made with honey instead of sugar. And it kind of coagulated, don't know if coagulated is a word, but it sounds good. Um, it curdled, congealed. It was, it was horrific. And, um, yeah, I've had many issues with, with the baking and she, she know, she knows that it's a problem. And I think it was kind of a bit of a joke. It was kind of, let's enjoy this, um, joke every Christmas, but I've made my position very clear on it. Um, however, we went to hers for a barbecue and she had made a baked New York cheesecake. Now, that's ambitious. I will give her that. Um, and we had the standard barbecue stuff, burgers, lovely brioche, um, brioche buns. I don't normally go for brioche buns, but they were good. I have to admit, I think they might've been Marxies. They probably would have been because world-class, um, after the burgers, the sausages and the, all of that's done. The baked cheesecake comes out. It looks good. It looks pretty good. I get my, my I get my piece. I obviously ask for a slither because that's that's how I approach these things. Um, and it was good. It was good. You know the 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 the, the vanilla flavour in the background was subtle yet 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 impactful at the same time. Um, there was a there was a slight you know very gentle, but but perceptible, lemon, um, kind of note in there that just sings in the background. Um, and yeah. The biscuit base was not, um, you know, it was, it, it held itself nicely. The ratio between cheese cake to, to biscuit base was, was, I would go as far as saying rock solid. It was, it was, you know, uh, faultless. And to be honest, I was, I was astounded at the level of cake, um, that we'd been, that we'd been presented with. Um, and I, I, I said to her in, in what I felt would be quite a powerful phrase. Um, I said to her that if I was Paul Hollywood, I would have shaken her hand and, you know, she, she appreciated it. It was a borderline emotional moment. Um, so, you know, if you feel like life is difficult and possibly irredeemable, think of my auntie and the fact that she couldn't bake. She can bake. She just needed to try. She needed to find the right one. And maybe you do too. So just bear that in mind, I think, this week. You know, life is what you make of it. And, you know, everything is basically just a state of mind. So go in, do your best. Um, and, you know, you're never that far away from a good day. I think that's always worth remembering. So, yeah, 
I'll leave you with that. Thanks again for listening. Um, This is a bit of a slow episode, multiple yawns, late at night. Sorry, what can I say? But, you know, the good part is, is there's loads of episodes. So, you know, you can go back and listen to them whenever you like. And if you think you know someone who might also enjoy listening, then please do share with them. Um, outside of that, though, I'll, I'll speak to you next week. Um, who knows? There might even be a bonus podcast at some stage, but, you know, don't get your hopes up would be probably what I say. We'll be here again anyway next Tuesday. So thanks once again. Um, Remember to be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people as well. And I'll see you next time.